a straw hat. In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's selling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing All Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is demolition expert Matt. How are you doing Hello. today, Matt? Ahoy! Ahoy! Really, it's a uh, it's just all part of construction. It's all part of construction, which is very apt in this <laughs> in these last few chapters of uh, Arlong Park. So, Matt, yes, please, I see where you went with that. Please, if you will. Remind our wonderful audience uh, what your assignment was to read. Yeah, so my assignment was the end of Arlong Park chapters 90 to 96. End of Arlong Park and start of Rogue Town. Uh, anyway, if you haven't, if you're going chapter 90, what? Uh, go back and listen to our other episodes. They're great. And we're like, this is finally we're kicking off on the part where, Matt, you'll be able to start theorizing, start like crafting things and getting even more hyped. So is it is it OK if we if we don't bury the lead and we say what what if Matt's not more hyped? I I mean, you're wrong. You're, factually, if you're not hyped after the after this fight, I will be mad. We will cancel the podcast. <laughs> podcast over matt are you hinting oh, no. that you're not more hyped i th i think we're gonna have to i think we're gonna have a really fun conversation and oh, i think no. we're gonna really explore this oh no okay well matt please go over chapters 90 to uh 96 actually just to the end of Arlong park we'll touch on 96 after that because there's there's a lot we could talk about and then we could touch on 96 to start of a new arc Yes, yeah, so we'll go through 95. So, so please recap the whole thing the best you can for me, because as I, who has read One Piece a billion times, have no idea what's happening. Yep, you have no idea, and it's for me, it's the first time. Exactly. <laughs> so where we last left off was the start of Luffy versus Arlong. Uh, finally, uh, Luffy's been freed from the, uh, from the bottom of the ocean, or the bottom of this, like, pool, really. Yeah, well, well, it connects to the ocean, right? It's the, like, docking gate thing. It's really cool. I really like its yeah. design. It's like a tide pool kind of deal. Uh, it is kind of like a tide pool. It's very good. Anyway, uh, Arlong is very upset that, uh, that his crew has been defeated and Luffy's back. He's just trying to stay calm, trying to stay calm, but Luffy is just being Luffy. And Arlong's trying to be all tough, like, you know the difference between you and me. Our noses? Oh, it's such a good joke. Our chins? <laughs> our webbed toes? <laughs> just Arlong's getting progressively madder, like trying to keep his composure, composure, and just snaps, and he starts running after Luffy, just chomping. Uh, and here we're seeing, for the rest of the fight, Arlong is going to focus very much on his fishman attributes, He's going to be focused more on biting, more on using the the sawtooth nose as opposed to as opposed to pure fist fighting. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know fishman karate. He doesn't, and he isn't a swordsman. He's uh, a swordsman. He just, he's just a really badass grappler. So he he's like he bites through a stone pillar on the way to Luffy, and everyone's like, "Oh no, his teeth are strong." 
which I want to bring out the way Luffy dodges because at this point Arlong is grabbing Luffy by the neck, throwing him up against this pillow to bite his head off, but it, you know breaks the pillow. Like he said, but Luffy just grabs his head and stretches it sideways. Yeah, and I just want to point out because that's fucking funny. This fight, we get to see Luffy's not only creativity with his power, right, but how like he's just seemingly not taking Arlong very seriously, and I love it. <laughs> Yeah, he's he doesn't really take He doesn't understand. Yeah, he 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 doesn't really get the same like everyone else is saying Luffy's in danger uh while Luffy doesn't view the danger. Arlong is continuing his like racist fishman speech, fishmen are the best. Um but Luffy Luffy said, you know, he has this whole friends are, you know, friends are better than being, you know, strong all by yourself. And I have this note to myself. Uh, will this be important for how he wins the fight? Uh, probably not. And I was I was right. Uh, <laughs> so Luffy picks up some swords and he starts swinging wildly. And everyone's like, you're not Zolo. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, you're not Zoro. If, if Zoro saw that, he would be so offended. He, he does. so mad. He does. And he does? he's just. I thought he was knocked out. No, he's leaning against a pillar, and he he's the one who's like, you don't know how to use a sword. Zolo I, Zolo I is not happy. Nah, he he's just like laying like he's just like relaxing Max in the whole fight. Kind of no, everyone no, 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 is. No, 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 he. I, I'm looking at the panel now. He he is sleeping. The person who's screaming he doesn't use a sword is literally Luffy. Yeah, <laughs> Luffy's just screaming. I don't know how to use a sword. No, when he first picks him up. No, it it's uh. Oh, so when he first okay, him no, up? I see San. It's Sanji. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it's Sanji who makes the Sanji. comment. It's like, does he even know how to use a sword? Because <laughs> like, because I'm like, no. Uh, Zoro is sleeping. So the, I, I want to bring this to your attention. Zoro yeah, sleeps. Yeah, yeah. Two two pages. A, a, a couple pages later, we see then see uh we see Zolo sleeping, and well, yeah, he's just like not. He's just like, now nah, Luffy's got this. He 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 yeah. has so much faith in his captain. At, like this early on. Yeah, he he's sleeping and Johnny and Yosaku are like are are the ones doing the reacting there. Um, yeah, man. Which we get the nice peanut gallery that you you love. You've mentioned how much you love the peanut gallery. <laughs> and there's so much of it to do. But it's all good. It's it's such it's good commentary. Uh, it, there, so there's less this. of it there's it's there's less of it and it's done it. in a better way it's i feel than the previous arcs used it um but it's way more than the previous fights yeah and and i'll just, um, I'll just go ahead and say it. i don't up. actually i i think the previous fights in this arc were better than this fight uh anyway um, yeah uh, so i will say that uh but i, I do want to bring this up sleeping zoro is going to become a common thing. I just want you to every time Zoro sleeps, man, I want you just to take note of like how often this boy just naps in the middle of a I mean, fight. If, or I, were, it's so if I were taking shots, I feel like I'd be two or three shots deep <laughs> it would, already. It would be like the Inuyasha drinking game. Yeah, y you will. You will have a good time for the first five minutes and then you'll be like, oh, no, what have I done? I still need to finish that. Um, we, we made it through three movies. We need to get the fourth one anyway uh luffy's prank his swords like swing wildly and arlong just like breaks the swords uh so luffy punches arlong's teeth and breaks them and he's basically like i can't use swords or navigate or cook or tell lies and and as he's saying that it goes over like each of the each of the crew members and over tell lies it's over usopp because this is an important skill 
Uh, he's like, I'm, a, you know, it's just basically he's a captain, and all the captain has to do is be able to beat you. So yeah, it's it's not we're not gonna have a, a power friendship victory here. We're gonna have a I'm the best victory here. I'm the best. I'm Luffy. <laughs> so I'm Arlong asked me if you hurt my friends. Fuck you. So Arlong regenerates his teeth, uh, pulling mm-hmm. them out to use, and then pulls out extra pairs to use his fist weapons. He can uh, infinitely regenerate his teeth because I guess he drinks <laughs> a lot of milk. Yeah, it's like those. Um, I I don't know what they're called. I'm gonna call them clappers, but you see them with uh, like some dancers. Yeah, like, the, like use like the clapping not maracas, things. but like the castanets. 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 Thank you. Like yeah. And I'm like, oh, he like that's such a cool way to use because he pulls out his whole teeth and starts using them like that. Yeah, and I um, or as extra mouth hands. Yes, fish hands. They're they're, they're fish, fish, fish weapons. They yeah, are fish weapons. They're they're fish weapons. Uh, <laughs> God uh, damn it! God damn it! That's the quality that's, content you're here for. It's very good. It's very good. So Luffy <laughs> actually grabs some of Arlong's teeth, and then he puts them in his mouth which is not very sanitary, and he tries to use them to bite Arlong, uh, but that um, breaks the teeth on Arlong because he, he doesn't have the, the jaw strength to actually use the teeth like that. So Luffy almost so Arlong almost bites Luffy's arm off, and then he uh, Luffy has, like, he, he's, like, punching Arlong in the throat, like, getting it right down to the gag reflex. Um, and after after that, Arlong jumps in the water, and we get this kind of uh, like Jaws thing where he's like circling, dun, dun. Yeah. and then he starts like doing these headbutts and flying out of the water like a flying fish. Like he'll jump out of the water and like try and like pierce pierce with the sawtooth, and then he'll jump back in the water, and he's just like doing this for a while. So Luffy, back to the whole like creative power use, like it super extends his fingers, just the fingers, to make a net. Mm-hmm. And catch Arlong where he's getting the the sawtooth nose in in the gaps between the fingers, and the force of of Arlong jumping like propels him in the air. And so Luffy then like stomps Arlong all the way back down to the ground. So now Arlong is bad. He's so mad that Nami's never seen Arlong this mad. So Arlong smashes into Arlong Park, the building, and grabs his sawtooth sword this like jagged monstrous blade that has these like giant shark tooth uh points coming off of it yeah a a very ineffective sword if i might say so (laughs) it looks cool it looks cool no lie that's what matters i mean i feel like i've seen swords like that in in other things i mean i was just like okay cool he's unleashed his bonkai uh, <laughs> God damn. this is this is where they got the bonkai idea it was from Arlong Park. <laughs> Prove me wrong, <laughs> change my it, mind. It just it's just cool looking anime swords in general. So he he and Luffy are are fighting, and Luffy gets like backhanded by the uh by the sword into the chart room, and you know this is where Arlong stores the charts that Nami spent eight years making, and here we have this very interesting um philosophical the final philosophical debate between arlong and luffy and arlong boasts that only he can use nami to her full potential and that as a captain that's what he should do and that that's that makes him a better captain than luffy um, because he brings out the best of his crew using them and 
Luffy grabs the shark tooth sword and he actually cracks off one of the teeth in anger. Yeah, his his fingers puncture through. So like in that panel, yeah. his fingers are literally puncturing through the metal as he just crunches it out. And this blade, while the, the whole conversation was happening, this blade was like right like like two of the blades because there's like a shark tooth coming out of a stick. Two of the triangular blades are like between his like back of his neck in front of his neck as this conversation's happening and he just grabs it and I'm like fuck Luffy which is mad. how Luffy escapes also from that grasp which we get a uh, nice parallel um because Nami whenever she's like oh shit Arl, I've never seen Arlong mad uh she more so references that she's never seen his eyes like that and his eyes you know kind of yeah. go like really uh thin uh very very slit like right yeah and he's got this whole like bloodshot thing and we see Luffy having his eyes change where they get smaller more beadier because he's angrier he's like cool so we get that nice parallel in the same chapter and i just want to highlight that it's very good though we have seen luffy in similar kinds of states whenever luffy gets really mad he does this whole like downcast look thing yeah um, he, do, he does do the downcast and we, look. we get the we get the shot kind of almost these like shadows over his eyes um but anyway so he he cracks off one of the shark teeth and Arlong continues with his speech that he'll take care. He can take care of Nami, give her everything she needs and help her uh, reach her full potential. And that that's what makes them shipmates. Yeah. After all, they are shipmates. Yep. They take care of each other. <laughs> Arlong's an asshole. So Luffy, Luffy dis, you know, disagrees with this and he starts wrecking the room because uh, he, he sees, you know, the he he's actually points out like some blood on a pen and stuff like he sees the evidence that um nami was actually like ab abused in here and nami as she sees the pieces of the room fly out of the building she gets these you know little like panel here panel there flashbacks to arlong abusing her in the room and she has this like thank you because it's to her the room was her prison so you know to save her luffy luffy's uh course to saving her is to destroy this prison. So Arlong is is pissed because Luffy is destroying all the hard work that they had. Um, you know, they they made all these maps, and that was going to be the the key to Fishman dominance over the entire East Blue. I mean, it was a pretty solid plan. If you know all the currents and have all the at least the the East Blue mapped, they could have taken over the East Blue, especially with how strong he is. But mm -hmm. it's. Uh, he he gears up and does this like spinning attack with the with the sawtooth sword, uh, and Luffy stretches his leg out super high through like a gap in the ceiling, and he brings it down uh, on top of the uh, on the building and Arlong as Arlong spinning, and while Arlong spinning like this, this it hurts Luffy. We actually see like his his knee like went in a spurt of blood like bend backwards in a way that let, let like knees shouldn't bend uh but he he gets it down on top of on top of arlong and the whole arlong park uh building collapses um so we now next chapter we have the dust clears and it's like oh wow what happened and luffy is we get these these shots of luffy standing tall in the ruins and nami you're one of us now and we see Arlong. We see Arlong under some rubble. His sawtooth nose and teeth are broken, and he's knocked out. 
uh, Nami acknowledges she is part of the crew. Arlong Park and Arlong Park has now fallen. It's so good. I'm cry- crying. It's so good. It's good. Like the, they're they're very uh very powerful panels. Um, I, I mean this this whole fight, right? Because it wasn't really a fight between Arlong and Luffy. But we'll we'll get into that we'll get into that later because that that I could talk about for a while. Yeah, we'll 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 get back we'll get back and recap. Um, I, I just want to finish up the this and finish up the the next chapter. Um, yeah, we're we're almost at the end. Or actually, we'll we'll just finish up this chapter and then we'll go back to like some of the themes of the fight. Okay. Uh, the 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 rat marine captain uh tries to pull this. Thanks, citizens. Now to confiscate all the treasure. Uh, but Zolo like punches him out because you know, hey, this is a celebration. <laughs> Uh, Nami returns Luffy's hat and then she smacks the Marine captain for destroying the Tangerine Grove and shooting Nojko. Nojko's like, I'm fine. I'm feeling much better now. She she uses a, her fucking signature staff and cracks that dude's fucking cheekbones into his skull. I, oh, I she, love yeah. Oda's exaggerated like blows. They're so. Uh, I don't want to say they're unique because a, a lot of anime does it. It just feels unique in how exaggerated it gets because they get very exaggerated. You're like, does everybody have? Did everybody eat the gum gum fruit? It, yeah, it's, it's very cartoony. People get very rubbery. Continue, continue. So the marine captain sails off, cursing them, uh, and Zolo's uh, getting patched up, and they're like, "Yeah, he's gonna have a, a scar." You know, Is there a doctor on your ship? Mm, doctor would be nice. Musician should come first, though. Because Luffy has his priorities. <laughs> Which is, um, it's so good. And we see this like weird snail office equipment, and the Marine captain is like faxing a picture of Luffy to Marine headquarters to put a bounty on his head. Yeah, it's like the snail fax apparently exists. Yeah, 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 in yeah. One so piece. the snails are like communication devices. Yeah. So, so the the snails are like phones and fax machines and like the it's. I have I have no idea how they work. I no one does, at least not that I'm aware of. But it's the coolest way to have telephones because it's literally a a living creature and a device that's needed. Like you need to be near this device and use it. But it's portable because it's it's a cell phone, but slug <laughs> or or snail <Yeah>. rather. <laughs> it's it's just it's just very good. I, I'd seen them around and referenced around with One Piece. Like I didn't see it and go, "What in the world?" Like I I, I knew that these things were in One Piece, but it, it's it's yeah. notable because like it's the first time you see it, and it is like a bit jarring, but in a sense where you're like, "Oh, it's One Piece. I guess this is the world. I guess this is it now. Like this is my life." It's like, "Oh yeah, I guess snail phone. I guess snail fax machine." Yeah, yeah, I guess snail phone that have their own exaggerated facial expressions. Yeah, it's like we just <laughs> like, we just came from a freaking fish man, you know. We we're we're not being asked to suspend our dis our disbelief any more than it already is. Yeah. So, um, but you, you missed one particular page in that chapter where Nami is sitting at the the grave that we've seen a few times in in this. Was arc. that was that this chapter or next chapter? No, this is this chapter where Nami is sitting, um, talking to, um, the mayor guy with the cool twirly thing on his head. Oh yeah, she's just like sitting there, you know, reminiscing about Belmare and how like cool they are. Yeah, and she she's gonna go be a pirate, and you know, even if Belmare were alive, could you all could you have all stopped me anyway? So good. So yeah, I, I have I have all the the happy stuff over in in my next set of notes. Uh, okay. Sorry. Oh no no yeah, no worries, the, no worries. To to go back to the to the fight, I think 
I think we want to wrap up the fight before discussion of the fight. Yes, before let's we move wrap on. up the fight. So, what? Um, I, I I will agree because you brought it up earlier, and I will say, um, One Piece, especially early on and even later on, the fighting choreography and and fights are they they are a mixed bag. Either they're very good and very cool. Um, unfortunately, early on, they're not they're not as good as naruto not naruto will be like yeah their fucking fights are good their fucking fights look good on page and uh in the anime like they're well choreographed fights so this is not a very interesting fight in terms of like the actual physical blows and and what what they're fighting right like the physical fight because that's not the actual fight at, at least yeah, for me it's the, not the this actual is fight. um this is like some of the lazier gundams um basically the it's a fight of ideals ultimately yeah um which is a is a big theme that we've already been having with a lot of the the villains of of the arcs right they're not so much fights against bad people they're fights against ideology because remember luffy's a pirate and he's currently stealing money (laughs) like luffy's not a good per i mean he's a good person he's a good dude but he's still a pirate and does pirate things well like i i would argue that a lot of the earlier fights have not been ideological this is really uh the first what do you, uh captain kuro the cat guy they were they were fighting against like the ideology is that he was using his whole crew his crew his crew was a means to an end to achieve him uh, essentially retiring he was going to kill all of them and Luffy was like, no, that's wrong. I'm going to kick your ass because of this. I don't agree with you. Fuck you. Um, like every fight has has those ideologies. Ideology is conflicted, right? Because that's that's the biggest thing is Luffy. Luffy's fight against like what he believes in, what he thinks is right and what he wants to do. He is all about that ultimate freedom. But if you fuck with other people's freedoms, he's going to be like, no, nah, fuck you. Because you're fucking up my freedom. If he has no idea about what's happening. Hell, like, he wouldn't have stepped into Arlong Park. He would not have saved Nami if Nami did not ask for help. Actually, I don't know if that's true. But the fact that he held off until Nami asked for help really solidifies in me that Luffy does not care unless you are his friend or important to one of his friends. He was, he was waiting for her to choose. And that was that was her yeah. making her choice that she wanted out. Um, but I would, I would just... I, I would caution that I, I think the bad guy being an asshole and having asshole values is not the same as the fight being about their ideological differences, especially when you look at, they, and they I had two like, pages talking about and it. I feel like it, that really like is for the earlier chapters. I feel like that really fails to hold up when we start looking at say buggy or, um, Morgan. Well, so yeah, but buggy, at least the first time we meet buggy, cause buggy comes back um buggy uh, i can't i'm not gonna spoil it no i um, i know yeah but, but buggy buggy comes really good buggy comes really cool he comes really good character not like a good yeah, person i know, still, I know he's, he's a so recurring good. character he's, so he's kind of like a tweener kind he's of thing good. um oh, he's he he becomes so good i, I await the but, return like, the ideology of of buggy is is the most unique like what buggy is about in four is is very different from most other uh, of the other like villainy characters i mean there's some overlaps right like oh i want treasure and stuff but like it, i i'm right, not gonna or, touch town, on it very we soon, don't have but, any of that like that that's not yeah. part of orange town no or, or, or wait orange town orange town was yeah, buggy, orange yeah. town's buggy romance dawn was morgan 
which again just him being an asshole is not the same as oh yeah no well morgan morgan's ideology was um i rule with an iron fist i am the greatest you should worship me because i'm the strongest and luffy's like no i don't you're you're clearly not the strongest i'm gonna kick your ass and this is how i'm gonna do it by kicking your ass yeah this i this this one is much more the ideology is the focus of the like i i do agree that we can project these ideologies onto those fights but it's it is a bigger it is a bigger stretch uh (laughs) than than this fight which is um the fight is a vehicle for uh the vehicle for the battle of their ideologies rather than they have competing ideologies which that's how that person is a villain um yeah like like, like, yeah yeah that's the thing it's not that their ideology is fighting because luffy at the end of the day doesn't care what arlong believes or does he he is all for arlong doing whatever the fuck he wants but at this point in time he fucked with his friend well in this one he he doesn't like arlong in in this he actually doesn't like arlong saying his ideology arlong spouting his ideology makes him so mad that he breaks well, it. he's spitting out his ideology with with nami as the subject of it right nami's the f- the big focus in this arlong is spewing his ideology and then constantly bringing up nami and how his, his viewpoints in nami are tied right like yeah she's going she's going to do this because we're crewmate and, and all, all the other stuff he said right yeah it's to to me that what points it to be way more ideological especially in this fight um there's obviously we've had chapters and chapters of, of building up competing ideologies as well is yeah. in this fight it's when arlong says used and yuffie in quotes set goes used and breaks the sawtooth yeah. it's well yeah news because he was using nami to me that indicates though it's it it's the you way arlong friends. interacts with them it's it's the way Arlong is is using Nami, which is again an, an ideologically driven thing. Yes, I, I I agree. It's a very good fight, though. <laughs> well, I'm I was just afraid that this was going to be like the Krieg fight because the Krieg fight oh, just no, yeah, lasts fight was way too long. I think I think back in that episode, we even talk about how it's like this could have been two like two chapters shorter. Like there were it it, it could have been like like just a like a, a chapter and a half right like the half of a chapter for the start of the fight and then a chapter of the finishing oh no i think i think that when we needed like the gas i think for that one we needed the gas bomb though i think they could. yeah so maybe yeah i guess two chapters probably if we want to talk about ideological differences the problem is that krieg was willing to sacrifice all of his crew because he could always start again um not yeah. just the fact that the like, like that's really the thing like that's really the the early stuff with with one piece villains right is i will use my crew however i see fit i'm the captain i get to do what i want with these people who are in my crew because they are resources and luffy's like no they're your they should they're your fucking friends what the fuck yeah they're 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 your friends and and you know it's because luffy thinks everybody who who he's who who he meets they become luffy's friends right unless they're fucking like arlong or or kuro or uh krieg right yeah. people who are like 
assholes to their friends and really you know they don't believe that you know they're friends with their crew right they're their resource materials they don't have that mentality where luffy is like you're my friend now i just met you doesn't matter we're bros we're going to meet you want to join my crew let's do it you cook yeah you're you're on my crew now <laughs> luffy steals friends <laughs> hey he's a pirate it's very good He's a pirate. He's, right. He steals your friendship. So, uh, <laughs> moving on to, to get to wrap up uh, the rest of this. Um, yes, we have we have a party and everyone's happy. Yay! Nami's getting her old tattoo removed. Uh, the Arlong crew tattoo. Um, Nojiko had gotten a tattoo. Like Nojiko, this whole time we haven't talked about it. She's got like almost like a whole sleeve. Um, but Nojiko had originally gotten a tattoo in solidarity with uh with young Nami so that they'd be alike. So Nami, you know, mm-hmm. she's going to have this big scar from where it was removed. So you know what? It, keeping keeping her like well, Nojiko. Well, the, the scar is from her stabbing her arm with a blade, with a dagger. She repeatedly stabbed yeah. her shoulder where the tattoo was. She did was. that, and they, but they also say, like, from the from the removal, you're going to have a scar. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I mean, there's also it's a fucking col- stab wound. It's, I'm pretty sure it's column A, column B. The main point is uh, she she gets a tattoo not just to cover up the scar, but also to continue that connection with Nojiko. Yeah, the continue with her connection with Nojiko and her mother, our adopted mother. And Genzo, which we'll get to that later. Um and Genzo, I, I, because her tattoo is a tangerine and it's beautiful. I do. That's that's actually the end of my notes for this chapter. Oh fuck! Sorry, the, I'll delete this part. No, don't delete it. <laughs> we, let let them know that you're willing to spoil too. But yes, uh, we actually be so this good. at the beginning Fine. of the chapter. We're told Nami has a new tattoo. We we don't see it until the end of the chapter. It's a reveal. So it's a pinwheel with a tangerine. Johnny and Yosaku leave on the dinghy. Goodbye, Johnny and Yosaku. You will not be missed. Uh, the merry go is being ready to leave, and the villagers are happy that Nami's leaving them all this money. After all, she can always and it's like, yeah, well, she's she just said she's going to steal more. Uh, so Nami shows up. We we already talked about the gravesite stuff. Nami shows up. She's running and she tells the crew to like set sail already. And everyone's like, no, Nami, wait. We want to like thank you and like say goodbyes and everything. She's like, nope, nope, nope. Uh, and she like runs. Uh, through the dock and she jumps off uh as they're setting sail onto the ship and then everyone realizes she has stolen their wallets and it's like oh nami you never change it's like they're all like she tricked us they're all like oh how could you nami like fake angry <laughs> it's so good i'm i'm i am suppressing tears i'm trying to stay joyful because this honestly is getting to me it's so it's good a very happy chapter and then when we get uh, a, the reveal of nami's so- tattoo which is a pinwheel with a tangerine hanging off the top uh spoke mm-hmm. um and we get to know the reason for the the spinning pinwheel in the mayor's hat yeah so it's it, it's to remember both genzo's like pinwheel and <sighs> belmare uh, the pinwheel apparently just the pinwheel was something that like when nami was a baby she liked uh it like made her happy it got her to stop crying so he had the pinwheel on his hat always to like always for her well it, it's because like every time he came over yeah. he scared her <laughs> with his ugly face yeah <laughs> it's like she'd start crying so it makes her happy. I'm crying right now. So he oh he God. actually puts the pinwheel on like Belmare's gravesite because uh, he doesn't need it anymore, as he says. Um, and now yeah. Nami has it because she's she laughing goes. with new friends. Yep. So good. I'm literally. I'm trying really hard not to just break down crying and ugly cry too because it's the uh, 
like shit like this really gets to me right like really good uh, uh power friendships and relationships with other people it is just so it, it just hits it hits man it hits me it hits different for me so good it's it's a it is a very it is like a very emotional good send-off like it's it's a nice emotional end to the arc and this is where the arc ends um so going into chapter 96 it's you know what what's next for our crew well now that arlong's gone nami's gonna make some money for herself usopp's working on some new ammo sanji is growing nami tangerines on the ship and um, which is very good. And they're they're setting sail for the Grand Line. Uh, Nami's reading the newspaper, and hey, their wanted ads are in the newspaper. Yay! It's so cool. And on another island, we see Mihawk, and he he walks up to someone. He's like, you know, I met a very interesting pirate. Reminds me of a story you once told me. And he hands this uh, this guy that he refer that he jokingly calls a one a one armed has been. A wanted poster. Luffy's wanted poster. Mm. Shanks. Da-da. Red-haired, Red-haired Shanks. Haired Shanks. Give his, sorry. Give, you have to see the whole oh, goddamn sorry, thing. It's like a pip name slick back or a tribe called Quest. It's Exactly. Uh, yeah. Red-haired Shanks. It's like, so you're finally yeah. coming. And we, uh, oh, sorry. I messed this up. This, I, I skipped the order because I thought this would be better, but I forgot that this is where we really need to end. Um, so but before that, um, they they see they spot an island on the way to the Grand Line, Rogue Town, the island where Gold Roger is from and where he was executed. Mm-hmm. They they're like, yeah, let's let's stop here. You know, we can get some fresh like fresh fruit and stuff and all this. Uh, yeah, yeah, supply, supply up. You know, Grand Line, Grand Line's a big place. Got to supply. So uh, Zola, uh, Zola importantly encounters uh, this like strong swordswoman fighting off some thugs. Doki Doki. Uh, and and then we get the the cut to another island with Mihawk, and then we cut to Windmill. No, no, you you are skipping over an important thing about this swordswoman, motherfucker. She's got glasses, motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> do you not under do you not understand Zoro's reaction? You motherfucker. She looks like his childhood friend who died from stairs. Who died? You who died fuck. from boobs and stairs? Yeah, no. She, I noticed that. She is like, clearly, I, but she's dead though. Oh. She's dead. Yeah, so this is a different person. But this is the setup for her b- being a possible rival for Zoro, right? Like the the future battle thing. It, it, it's like, how can you? Oh, fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> you should be more hyped about this. How are you not? I was kind of like, waiting for there. I was kind of waiting kid, for it. I was like, wait, what? Oh, fuck, I, I'm ready to be I'm more hyped. So you wild me up. <laughs> so you wild me up. I'm, I'm ready to be more hyped when we see more of it. <laughs> um well we'll see some really good shit with, with yeah. this character way later on unfortunately this is this is this is like very much a taste very much a taste yes, it's a so t- i'm just gonna leave it a as taste. a taste and then <laughs> let's finish this off there's and one then thing, finishing right? it off uh we cut back to windmill town where luffy's from chapter one and the people are celebrating luffy becoming a wanted man because it shows he's fulfilling his dream or as this old man uh, uh, somberly uh, says, or his destiny. Which question mark? Question mark? The, the thing about this, though, and I'm, I'm going to bring you into it. Um, so, you know, you know, what is Luffy's full name? What is Luffy's full name? Monkey D. Yes. Luffy. No. So 
the biggest question, and it, it has not been answered, so I have no idea. And we're going to speculate about this uh, um, early on, so we're gonna we're we're gonna bring this up every once in a while. But I want to bring up what is the D? Like, what does it mean? And and uh, putting in the in the spoiler static, isn't it? Uh, isn't it dragon? We, no, it hasn't been answered. We don't so, know. Right, but like, isn't that like the big? Uh, that's a, like the theory I hear is that there's some dude dragon who's no, no, like, so, I guess Whitebeard's son or whatever. No, no, no. So, so, like so maybe he's possibly. So you, you, so what you're saying are are pieces of different things that you're mushing together. <laughs> okay, see, this is why I'm trying not to speculate yeah. because I have you, all these half and, things. And that's why Remember, I thought crocodile was our. I thought crocodile lived on some place called Arlong yes. Park. No, um. But my one of my theories is that the D is either destiny or dream because of what this motherfucker says, because I'm pretty sure this motherfucker, this the the mayor of the town knows what the D means. That is my theory. It's my it's my crackpot theory, though. He he know he definitely knows whatever Luffy's heritage is and that it's po- it's possible that, you know, based on that heritage he knows and we're we're going to be learning like the the next like hand handful of chapters like Logue town or rogue town whichever one you wish to go with if you want to do the official you know it's like solo and rogue town we just we just swapped the element it's just rogue town um but like like we'll see more like i said mary go earlier i'm doing this just to upset the road and it's just very good um but but you'll you'll learn what dragon is soon enough actually. <laughs> oh okay, I see. I I have uh, my only understanding of dragon is he's some big pirate dude. That's all I know. Well, a, a thing. They're not a pirate, but they are a person. Okay, it's like revolutionary, right? Stay tuned because that's that's okay. spoilers for people who haven't done it. I I know you have some some random bits and pieces of information, but some of our listeners might not. And I want to keep that oh, fun right. for, for those them. of you who are uh, but you got those of you who are uh, following along. You are discovering one piece with me. You, too, may have picked up random things like redacted is redacted yeah, yeah. or or. You know, <laughs> just, just silence. Um. Uh, yeah, we we definitely said actual yeah, things yeah, there, totally. uh, but Xander would probably kill me if I said what I actually wanted to say as my example, because oh, uh, he has cut me out before. <laughs> probably, like lot of stuff. But Matt, yes, what did you think of Arlong Park overall? We're going to talk about. It. We're going to get deep into this right now. Okay, we're not we're not doing a separate retrospective oh, fuck, no, episode. Right. We're we doing should. this we right should here, do a separate episode, and we'll record it directly after this. Because it's fresh. All right, listeners, stay tuned. Because episode fourteen will be the Arlong Park, and really entire like start of East Blue retrospective. Yes, uh, uh, chapter one, the chapter ninety-five retrospective, where we're both. I'm mostly going to be really talking about Arlong Park, but we're going to go deep and start talking about a bunch of the cool stuff. Um, that I didn't want to spoil because like some of the stuff comes up in like Orange Town stuff. T- we get more touched up on Syrup Village, so we get some more stuff hitting in Arlong Park. From we've been getting like little seeds, and we've been getting more seeds, and some of them have started taking root. All right. So Matt, yeah, are you ready for your next uh, homework assignment? What is my next homework assignment? You're gonna finish Logue Town. 
which is only three chapters. Chapter 97 to 100. We're going to get to triple digits. We're going to get the triple digits in episode 15. <laughs> Listeners, did you ever think we would get to triple digit I chapters? I honestly didn't. I thought you like would be like, I hate five or this. Six chapters at time. <laughs> I thought by the time we got to Arlong Park, I thought we were going to like not be friends anymore. <laughs> I, I joke. Uh, if you get like one piece, I would be let fine. Let me tell you. Our friendship. Syrup Village was, was rough, Dude, man. Syrup, Syrup Village is just so rough. I, like, I mean... I like Usopp, so I I like Syrup Village a good bit. I do think it could have been, I think it could be tighter, but I think a lot of that is is chalked up to, this is Oda's first project, right? Those were chapters 22 to 41 with Syrup Village. And that's like really early on, right? That's still year one of One Piece, right? There, there, has, there was not more than 42 weeks put into One Piece at that point, yeah? But we'll, we'll 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 go over that. But but I do think a problem with some of the the pacing or or some issues are kind of the serialization of of jump. I mean, it's like it's like four vol. It's like volumes three and four, man. Like that's that's a lot of stuff doesn't make it to volume three. Yeah. And you've got volume four is is the Kuro fight, man. Yeah. Well, remember the, these this thing comes out weekly by chapter. That's how it's initially released. So we can't look at it as it's manga release because that's not how it's made or thought to be made, right? Like it's made for. Well, I'm just talking about the group. If we're talking about groupings, oh, yeah, yeah. To like other... the fact that they fucking split up Syrup Village from three from volume three to four. No, is no. I like mean that's why. just just how manga releases are. It's more just like you look at a lot of because um, mm-hmm. I I'm a degenerate and I we're way off topic, but it's this fun. is a fun ending. Yeah, it's a fun ending to this. Exactly. Is um I I read a lot of of stuff in Shonen Jump that just and again just never One Piece. Uh, that I mean, there's the, the whole U19 club, the under 19 club stuff that doesn't make it 19 chapters. Oh yeah. There's a whole like culture around that stuff and just like that stuff a lot of that gets made um a, a lot of things have rougher problems before this but one piece made it, it it got that far and it was having i feel like still problems yeah um i almost feel like if one piece this is this is kind of my has been kind of my thing is i i felt like if one piece had been made today it would be a completely different not, show no, it, if if it still were if it if you still had the same expertise and everything, mm-hmm. um, the same progression, would it have been able to survive? And I think by applying the the modern standards back onto it, I don't know. Um, I, um, I mean, if if it's the exact I give it over, same I give it over. It was 50%. released today, right? Like if it was released like this past year or two, yeah. I yeah, One Piece didn't I exist, but everything else struggle, that exists does. But I think it would do good because it, it has enough uniqueness and funness and and just like really good characters, especially early on. That I think it wouldn't be one of those like twelve chapter manga or twelve chapter releases, right? I think it would still be. I think it would still be ongoing and still be going strong. It probably already get an early anime adaptation, like it did. I just don't think it would probably be yeah. as big as an or or like a, as big as it is right like it, it wouldn't and it wouldn't get as big as it is today right even like another yeah. 20 years down the road i don't think it would get to that point i i think it i think it's it's fair to give it over over 50 percent percent odds definitely um 
there there are some interesting strengths in the in the, there are some strengths in the early chapters there's especially once we get a little more of the world um it's would would it but would it have really kept an audience interested till Mihawk? I think I think we actually it would have I think it would have survived. You would have had enough of a a flashpoint around that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the early audience would have been a very small vocal, a very small committed group, and not had a lot of appeal until then. I mean, you're describing the One Piece fandom is uh, there's big, but you have like that small, super dedicated group that's like I mean. Well, no, I mean, Crazy. like that—that's that core group would have been the one yeah. that that was able that was following it in the beginning. I think it wouldn't I know, I hit think, appeal until I after think that. Chapter anyway. one, right? Romance on. I think honestly, like that chapter one is such a banger that, like, I'm pretty sure after that chapter got released because it's like it's a double chapter, right? Like it's a it's like forty or fifty something pages. Yeah, it's. I am I am I I have no idea. I'm pulling this out of my ass, but I am so confident that the reason uh One Piece got pr- picked up as an anime pretty early cuz those things get picked up early and they just take a while to actually go through production to actually be released, sorry, episode and get released. I'm pretty sure Romance Dawn is what solidified it in people to be like, "Oh, let me I we need to pick up this anime and Toei just happened to be be the ones that grabbed it." And they fucking milk it and treat it like shit. It, when it comes to the anime, like the new, fucking fucking ooh, ooh, the new arc is so good, so well animated, beautiful style. Like the last few arcs in the anime have been good. The, the Wano yeah. arc, dating dating the recording of this. Yeah, yeah. Wano, Wano, Wano's so good. Listeners, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, look forward for our uh, East Blue retrospective uh, coming soon to a podcast near you. And thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you, friends. Now. Let's set sail to to the next episode. We're going to end and immediately start recording it. Let's go. (laughs) Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. To check out more of Birdie's amazing music, be sure to follow them on Twitter at HeyIt'sBirdie and check out their works on Spotify. I'm a big fan of the album VIMP. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas!